At the release of this podcast, we will have just celebrated Easter Sunday and the resurrection of Jesus. I grew up with amazing memories of this time of year in our church, and I believe that is in part where my faith really started to take hold. I consider myself lucky, but I also know that I have had amazing persons of faith throughout my childhood and even in my adult life that have helped me to know and love Jesus. Today, I want to share something fantastic about faith. So let's go ahead and get started. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is my hashtag podcast, where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. Welcome back. I am so excited for today's podcast because it is a very special episode for me personally. In episode 51, we talked about modeling faith to youth. As promised, I'm going to share about someone who was an amazing model of faith for me. I mentioned that we have just celebrated Easter, and yesterday I celebrated my dad's birthday, his fourth in heaven. So today I am dedicating this podcast to him as a way to say thank you for all that he did to help me become the person that I am today, and for all the ways that he modeled faith to me. Here's a few things I remember from my childhood. We went to church every Sunday. I remember seeing my dad pray his rosary. I remember him going to Mass every morning. He was an usher and he greeted people each week at church. In fact, whenever we were at church, I remember people being drawn to him and loving him. There was just something about him. After he retired from the post office, he went to work at the church. That was one of his greatest joys. Being in a house of God, loving and serving his people. He was right where he belonged. Now, this is me as an adult looking back fondly and telling you these things. This is me valuing his faith and seeing it as an integral part of who he was. Want to know what I thought about it as a teenager? Well, to be honest, I didn't think much about it at all. I didn't fully see the bigger picture of his faith. There were times that it was frustrating to always be expected to go to church on Sunday and to sit up front in the first pew, no less. There were times that I felt annoyed because I didn't get how important living fully for Jesus was. I was a teenager. I was still figuring out what I believed and who I was. I wasn't so worried about how big of a role faith would play in my life. I figured that there was time and that I could still do all that I wanted and have room for faith. Did you catch that? I assumed that I would make room for my faith versus everything flowing out from my faith. Yeah, I was a teenager. I was in development. I still was figuring it out. But here's what I do know. Watching my dad living out his faith was laying a foundation. It was forming whom I would become. I watched him grieve the loss of parents. I watched him be broken as my sister rebelled. Yet I also watched him turn to God in these moments. He modeled, whether intentionally or not, that when you face struggles, you walk through those with God, not alone. 
As I moved away to college, I experienced freedom, and honestly, I was not consistent in attending church. I still prayed to God, but I wasn't diving deeper in my faith. When I went home, I went to church out of respect for my dad, more than growing my own faith. Again, I knew I believed in God, but I had an inconsistent line of communication with him, and I was still operating from this belief that you fit faith into your life. My freshman year, my brother was on a ship stationed in the Gulf. I remember hearing the news that the Gulf War had begun. I was afraid, and I called my parents. After that call, I headed to our campus church, and I sat and I prayed to God for the safety of my brother and all the other sailors. I remember there being such a comfort in turning to God. As I look back on that now, I know that the instinct to turn to God is because I had watched my dad do that throughout the years. He had been modeling faith and hope. Throughout my college years, I would say that I dabbled in growing my faith stronger. But I still mostly operated on that fitting faith in type of mentality. At the same time, I remember seeing a greater and a deeper love of God in my dad that was radiating outwards. His time working at the church was growing him, and it was fanning the flames of his love for Jesus even more. After college, I was married and began to explore my faith more as I was trying to figure out how this all worked as a couple. Then several years later, along came children. Somewhere in becoming a mom, I started to hunger for Jesus in a way that was wanting more than figuring out how to fit faith into my life. I wanted faith to radiate outward, just like my dad's faith did. And that's when my dad and I had more and deeper conversations about faith especially about my kids growing in their own faith. I had loved Jesus all along, and I knew that how my dad lived out his faith daily is what I wanted to model to my own children. I still cherish these conversations, and honestly, I even wish that I had had them with him when I was a teenager. But the truth, I wasn't fully ready. I also believe that generationally, he was used to just loving Jesus, not fully talking about it. His faith was who he was, and it didn't need an explanation. What I know is that his love of Jesus was true and genuine. That's what drew people to him. His love for Jesus guided how he treated others, how he saw the world, and how he showed up. And youth can sense that in someone as well. In fact, his love for Jesus allowed him to see amazing possibility in all the youth at the church and school where he worked. Those students loved him because he fully saw them. Yes, in his own way, my dad was a youth worker to all those students. This brings us to one of my favorite things about my dad. I am not sure if it was while I was in college or if it was after college, but at some point, my dad coined the phrase, fantastic. When people would ask how he was doing or how his day was going, he would reply, fantastic with great energy and joy. I can still hear his voice ring out in that way. As he worked at the church, his life was fantastic. When he spent time with his grandkids, with his family, when he cleaned up a mess at the school, when he said hello to kids at recess, when he went to church, when he prayed, his life was fantastic. And even when the cancer came and ravaged his body, he still answered fantastic when someone asked how he was doing. You see, my dad had figured out the truth about faith. He figured out 
that life is fantastic when you love the Lord. Even in his final moments, his final breath, my dad was still modeling what faith looks like for me. He was ready when Jesus called him home because he knew that he had served and filled the commands to love others just like God had called. He had lived a life that was fantastic, not because of monetary gifts, popularity, or status. He had lived a life that was fantastic because he loved Jesus. In that love, he had hope, he had joy, and he had the promise that God was always with him. When I think about how lucky I am that my dad was my greatest model of faith, I have to say that it can feel like I have really big shoes to fill. How I raise my kids in a faith-filled home, how I share others with Jesus, I don't want to miss opportunities. I simply want to be a good model of faith. I'm guessing that you want to show up as a good model of faith too. And here's my aha, or a lesson that I have learned while thinking about this. Sometimes we are a vocal model of faith, and we have personal conversations about knowing Jesus with young people. Other times, we are called simply to model Jesus through our actions. In the last episode, I talked about normalizing faith, and I believe that my dad did that without even trying. He was focused on his own personal relationship with Jesus and on loving him. I guess he focused on what he could control, and that would be true for you and I. We can't control the faith of a young person. We can't guarantee that they will love Jesus like we do. We can pray that they do, but we can't guarantee it. We can demonstrate Jesus in our life, and we can just love young people for who they are and who they can become. We can give them a window into what a fantastic life truly looks like. We can show young people that it starts by learning to love Jesus. That's where our intention needs to be. We model by living our own faith-filled life, and we create a safe space around us that invites questions and conversations from young people. As we wrap up this episode today, I want to thank you for listening to me talk about my dad. You would have loved him. He wasn't perfect, but he knew he belonged to Jesus, and that was enough. Something I will never regret telling my dad is how much I loved him every time that we talked and every chance I had. That was my own way of saying thank you to him. Now, this leads us to your homework assignment. I want you to think back to a person who has modeled faith to you. Think of someone who was key or is key in helping you grow your own faith. It may be from your childhood, your teen years, or even your adult years. After you have identified them, if you have the ability, I want to challenge you to tell them how much their faith has meant to you. Write a letter, text them, tell them in person, tell their family if you cannot tell them personally. That is a free gift that you can give someone who may not even know the impact they have had on you. That homework assignment, it's really a way to honor the love of Jesus that others have shared. It's a way to say thank you. My dad's love for Jesus mattered not only to me, but it mattered to everyone who loved him too. In honor of my dad and his faith, there is a bench sitting at the Omaha Henry Dorley Zoo near the butterfly exhibit that shares a truth with all those who pass by. And if someone sits on that bench, they might just be lucky enough to feel a peace come over them. A simple plaque with his name and a phrase engraved still modeling what faith looks like. 
Life is fantastic when you love the Lord. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 9.37 tells us. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.